let's go ahead and dive right in to Egberto. Buenos dias. Good morning, guys. How you guys doing? I Good tell you, morning, you, sir. Hey, you woke me up, DJX. <laughs> man, let me tell you, you woke me up with some good jams, man. <laughs> I appreciate that, sir. Thank you so much. You know, I, I kind of got up early, said I'm going to listen in and started listening, and it was great music. Thanks, man. How Thank you guys you, sir. Do? I appreciate that. We're well, doing you know, really well. We're doing really well. How you do, Egberto? How are you? How well, are you? I have to start by saying good morning, Rebecca Arthur. How you doing? You remember <laughs> last night? <laughs> I'm doing all right. I'm doing okay. <laughs> and of course, Benjamin. How you doing, Ben? I'm doing great, sir. I'm trying to check and see how are you broadcasting to us. You got your books on the screen. You Listen, got right. like you, you got the technology on lock, man. What, what, what is this? Wirecast. Wirecast broadcast, man. So I said, you know, since I'm 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 coming on the real show, I needed to kind of make sure that I was uh, all set up the right way, you know. I love it. No, I'm getting I'm getting ideas, but it's great to see you, man. It's always good to have you here, and uh, I like to pair you with Rebecca because y'all can do those R's. I can't. Yeah. <laughs> I got That's all I got. I tell you, from the last show, that was the 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 the, the that outtake between you and Rebecca. That was like the bomb because that's what every people didn't care what I said. They just loved that interaction you guys had afterwards. Oh. <laughs> yes. No, they loved what you said, of course, Egberto. You like you come on here and you make sure that uh you 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 give us politics done right, yeah. you know, yeah. uh which is what your show is named Politics Done Right. Um I know most recently, you know, we've been we've been uh discussing Joe Biden here on the show, mm-hmm. right? And there are a few things that he's touched on. Uh there's been COVID-19, there's been our uh uh, uh there's been our education system when it comes to our student loans. Mm-hmm. Uh, and most recently, you discussed something about uh, on your, your page. You were talking about his international um, ideals and what he wants to do with that. So what is your stance on that? I know that you had uh, a little bit of pushback for him. Yeah, well, two things, right? First of all, um, I, I'm going to start by saying uh, I, what I, the blog that I did yesterday was a simple blog. A guy asked him, hey, are you guys going to stop the same, the policies that Donald Trump had involved, meaning the tariffs and all that sort of thing. And he went to the mic and he said, uh, I've, I've been here 120 days, really 144. But, you know, that's close enough for government work. I'm here 120 days. Give me time. Normally, uh, <laughs> when a a moderate says something like that, <laughs> give me more time, generally mm-hmm. means it ain't going to happen. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. But I think... For now, Biden has earned some brownie points given the American Rescue Plan and how powerful it is. I was reading something last night that said uh, that the American Rescue Plan is starting to look like genius because it was so big. Even if he doesn't get the the things that he want to get, all the things that he want to get in the, uh, the, the the new bills, the American Jobs Plan, Wow, we had a very good start, and uh, you know he kind of uh, gave some bona fides to the to the progressive side. Now, I am the type that says we're going to have to continue to pressure on very hard because you know the squeaky wheels get the grease. Mm, but uh, yeah. but as far as um as far as giving him a few a few weeks, I say progressive <laughs> base. Let's give him not a few months. Let's give him a few weeks. 
a mm. few weeks. I mean, you're being generous because I'll say this, you know, since they've been in office, um, you know, it's been every time we say, uh, you know, when is he, they gave us the date when they first got on. Right. They said yes. this amount of time, this amount of time. Yes. And, mm. it, you know, so they gave us that expectation. Right. So then we held them accountable. It was like, hey, hey, hey. Don't forget, I just walked in here, okay? And then they're like, okay, give me a few more weeks. And we give them a few more weeks. And it's like, every time we say we're going to give a few more weeks, what happens? They say, give me a few more weeks. Like, hey, I'm new. I'm brand new. Look, I just walked into the White House. I just took the seat. Give me some, cut me some slack here, you know? But so. I think you're, first of all, let me just say, you're right. You mm-hmm. you should not, you know, I can say as, you know, the, the, this guy that tries to put all these things together, yeah, let's give him a few more weeks. Yeah. But I'm not, I'm not going to come on the uh, Benjamin Dixon and Rebecca Azer show and say, <laughs> hey, uh, you guys stop talking about, forcing his hand you have to keep forcing his hands no matter what i'm 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 speaking now from the analytical portion saying okay uh, so far with the american rescue plan you know what that was bigger and better than i thought we could have ever gotten from him but we uh those of us that are progressives no we're not supposed to stop telling him okay uh keep doing it and then there's there's one other thing with about uh, about it right I think he wants to do it. If you listen to what Bernie said last night, he's, he really wants to do it. But we have a problem. We have a problem called mansion and we have a problem called cinema. Yeah. Uh, now, there was a time that I had a fear that mansion would jump ship if we were too hard on him. Right. Mm-hmm. I no longer have that fear because a friend of mine said, Egberto, you are completely wrong. And I said, what do you mean? And he said, well, look. If Manchin switches party, he gets a primary inside of the Republican Party, and he knows for sure that he loses because it's still Trump's party, mm. and Manchin voted twice to impeach Trump. So when I, when I kind of went back, I'm like, I think this guy is right. Manchin probably does not have a chance in the, uh, in the um, Republican Party. Of course, the possibility is... Trump could throw the wrench in and say, okay, I support Manchin if he switches yeah. party. That is a concern. That is yeah. a possibility. No, yeah. I didn't no, think about that. Hold on, Ben. Just to let you know, Egberto, you are very right, though. We have to, um, as progressives, continue to hold them accountable. Because if it ain't us, then who, right? Exactly. But I just want them to know, too. Realize, you guys, we you're taking advantage of us and everything that's going on. Nobody asked you to come in with a date, right? right? Nobody asked you to come in with the plans that you came in with, Joe Biden. Um, there are a lot of things that you put uh, on the map and everybody was so excited about um, internationally, too. I mean, people in Haiti were excited to have Joe Biden here because of the things that yes. he said he was going to do for, yes. for the country. And then, you know, even they were holding him accountable. But he us right here in America were like, hey, you said this and you said this and you gave us this time frame. Now you want us to forget about this and stick to whatever plan that you're going to come up with tomorrow, which you're going to change again, give yourself more padding time. But yes, we got to keep holding them accountable because the more that we do speak against them, it's not like we, not like how we used to do politics back in the days where it was like, it was forbidden to speak against your president or your leader. Mm -hmm. Now it's like, Oh no, Joe Biden didn't do what he said he was going to do. And this is what he said he was going to do. And this is where he's now he's turning back his words and we're calling him out. And now people are being more educated and now they're holding them accountable. So you're you're 100 percent right. Ben, ben, what were you going to get in there? on? Oh, I I don't even remember what I was getting going to say. I was <laughs> I was listening to you. Yeah. <laughs> no, 
carry on. <laughs> but you know, me, carry on. But Re- Rebecca, uh, there's one thing that I'm I'm happy about that I am starting to see no let up. And the you know the with all the voter suppression that we're having here in Texas, Georgia, North Dakota, and these other places, I, I tell you what I'm starting to see from some of the feelers that I get, and that is. Um, yeah, we want to fight voter suppression, but you know what is the thing? You know, with you remember with a kid, you told him not to put your hands on something, and because <laughs> you told them not to put your hands on something, they that's what they want to do, right? Mm-hmm. And I think I think these guys overplayed their hands, and I think right now that uh, we are going to see, uh, you know, twenty eighteen is going to look like a joke compared to what we're going to see for twenty twenty two. And uh, what we, I think, progressives have to do is make sure to get our candidates in because we need to make sure that Joe Manchin and Cinema are not the people that we have to the lowest common denominator, which is Republican policy. We need to have people who are going to be there pushing our policies. And there are a lot of those out there now lot of them out there and i think as long as we start supporting those and bringing those in we're going to be okay we're not going to be okay maybe by 2022 but we're going to be okay if we step up and do what we need to do ben nah i that's it that's that on that well speaking of joe manchin though um we have aoc who recently spoke out um slamming the filibuster right Mm -hmm. and she was calling out um joe manchin and speaking directly to him and being somebody in in the democratic party i mean like what we were just talking about it's going to be up to us to call out these people especially when you're sharing the space with these people and you know you have the opportunity to speak against them and not be afraid and this is what aoc recently did. Let's take a look. Well, no, Democrats have three votes to spare in the House. So if the White House comes to you, if Democratic leaders come to you and say, this is the best you're going to get right now, would you and fellow progressives still say no to this? Well, I think the thing is, is that this isn't the best that we can get. And I do think that we need to talk about the elephant in the room, uh, which is Senate Democrats, which are blocking crucial items in a democratic agenda um, for very, I think, uh, for reasons that I don't think hold a lot of water. And for folks saying, okay, you know, we need, where are you going to get these 50 votes? I think we really need to start asking some of these democratic senators where they plan on getting 60 votes. Um, These 10 Republican senators that there's a theory that we're going to get support for that out there. I think is 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 a claim that doesn't really hold water, particularly when we can't even get uh, ten senators to support a January sixth commission. Yeah, no, I hear and you. So generally I think that the speaking, argument that we, but on this particular bill, they have five, and you know, my understanding is that it is possible if everything comes together, they could get ten. So just on infrastructure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I think then the question that we have to make is that there's a fork in the road, which is, do we settle? for much less and an infrastructure package that has been largely designed by Republicans um, in order to get 60 votes? Or can we really transform this country, create millions of union jobs, revamp our power grid, get people's uh, you know bridges fixed and schools rebuilt with 51 or 50 uh, Democratic votes? And I think the argument that we need to make here is that 
it's worth going it alone if we can do mm. more for working people in this country. You know, with 50 votes, we have the potential to lower the age of Medicare eligibility so that more people can be covered and guaranteed to their right to health care, as opposed to, you know, 60 votes where we do very, very little. And the scope of that is defined by a Republican minority that has not been elected to lead. So mm. I think that's very important what she said, right? It's like she said, let's go in alone. We don't want to add on the people like the Joe Mansons and the Kirsten Cinemas and everyone else uh, who is following them, who claim to be uh, in the Democratic Party and for the people. We don't want to add them on anymore because when we do, it's problematic. They're the ones that are that hold the party mm. back from doing what needs to be done for people, right? From getting the people what they need, uh, whether that's Medicare for all or any other, um, you know, ideas and, uh, uh, um, you know, things that they want to put in place that benefit people um, instead of um, bring us more apart. And that is what the Kirsten Cinemas and the Joe Mansons are put in place to do because they say they represent something that's supposed to represent what AOC represents, right? Yet they have these, ideals and these ways that benefit the Republican Party. So what she's saying to me is really on point. What's your take on it, Egberto? You know, Rebecca, let me tell you what, what I am very concerned about. Narrative, narrative, narrative. Um, we have all the numbers in favor of progressives right now. If you do all the polls for the voting, uh, the, uh, v, the S1 bill, the voting bill, 70% uh, support, including inside of West Virginia. If we take a look at Medicare for All, 65% support. If we take a look at Family Leave, all these things have true bipartisan support, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, the one part of the, when I saw AOC and I was watching her on CNN, I was in the screen pulling strings saying, please say this, please say this, please say this, please say that most Americans support what we want. Please say that what mm. these guys are, uh, that it's not bipartisan to go with what Republicans want in Congress now. That is anti-bipartisan. Mm -hmm. What the Republicans are asking for, what the Democrats are asking for, is what the people are asking for, including their constituents. Mm. And we are not saying that. We are just saying we're trying to be bipartisan. We are not trying to be bipartisan. We are trying to be by Republican, mm. you know. Come on, come on, man. That's, That's good. That's a word. That's good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Thinking about even the way they're framing it, fighting back is a poor. They they they're really good at. Um, <clears throat> which begs a question: Are they doing this on purpose? Oh my God, Ben! Why did you say that? Because I actually said that when we talk about the establishment, many times we talk about the establishment Democrats and the establishment Republicans. There is no establishment Democrats and their establishment Republicans. There is the left, there is the establishment, and then there is the right. Yeah, that is what we have in this country, and they protect each other. In other words, the establishment Democrats protect the establishment Republicans, and what we have to start doing is pointing that out because we have to peel, in my opinion, that is, we have to peel off the, the marginal establishment Democrats onto our side and the marginal Republican. And, and believe it, there is a, the, the numbers say there is a coalition to be had between even some, not in the establishment, but on the right of the establishment for some of the policies that we actually support and want. Mm. 
So it it's it's not as though some of the people who are on the left have the wrong diagnosis. It is right. one it is one party. Yes. Right? Yes. Um but the solutions that they're offering aren't really the solutions to fixing this. Like let's just, you know, forcing the vote would not fix the problem that we have right now that is not only a, a barrier to 15 an hour, it's a barrier to Medicare for all, it's a barrier to voting rights. Um so what is the strategy? How do we actually get something done at Berkeley? Well, I think what happens is that um, the, the play has always been the left will come along. And for the people on the right, the right will come along. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to have to feel some short term pain. I think we got enough policy to get some of us over the hump. Um, I, I was on a program uh, and I told the person, I don't remember exactly which one. And I said, you know, there are people that are doing so bad. The reason why they don't vote is because they say, um, you know, uh, whenever we vote, yes, we support that bulk of the people in the middle, but in reality, things are always bad for us. So whether it's the left or the right in control, it doesn't matter. So I think in the short term, we may need to feel some pain. In other words, say, no, we're simply not going to go for it. And mm-hmm. then enough of us like your program. And look, we're not going to get the mainstream media. But guess what we have? We have your show. We have many others like that. I think in the long run, we're going to have to establish a cohesive coalition that puts out a message so that if you're listening to uh, the Benjamin Dixon show, if you're listening to Politics and Right, if you're listening to TYT, if you're listening to all these other platforms, you're hearing the same, uh, you're, you're hearing the mm-hmm. same message. And mm-hmm. that message being... Um, uh, 2022 will determine the future of this country because finally we're going to have people who are representative of the policies we want. I mean, we, we're not going to put it in a corny way that I said it. I mean, I'm pretty sure Rebecca and you can do a, a much better job. What you're saying is right on point. Yeah, it doesn't need I'm, to be padded. Yeah. It doesn't need to be extra. But that is a point that people need to understand that 2022 is just tomorrow. Right. And if we need to really realize and hone in on who is going to take these seats? Like it's a very important time for us to really look at who our leaders are and who we can get out of here and who we can replace them with. Can yeah. I can I say one thing? Because and and I think this is important, right? If Biden, if, if we run away from uh, making a, a, a deal because we said it's just not good enough, the me the mainstream media is going to spin it as a loss, and that for some reason, then Republicans who wanted less should take over. I think mm. that is a message we have to be prepared to go ahead and go against. No, it failed because those on the right didn't want policies for people. And then we go out and tell them what policies we're providing to mm. them that's going to help them bread and butter around that table and for jobs. But Egberto, that, I mean, this is the same game we've been playing with these fools for the last, you know, since yes. the inception of this country. Yes. Right. There've been always been poor white people who have, who should have had more in common with black folks than they ever had with the, uh, with the, with the rich, with their aristocracy class. Right. Um, but, but they are more determined to hang on to their racism than they are um, having any real solidarity with black, because the policies that they don't want, are policies that are going to help black people. 
And it, because it is, this is why they fight so hard against critical race theory. Mm-hmm. It's why they fight so hard against, you know, they, they're going to fight doubly hard against Medicare for all. It's not just because they're against the idea of privatized healthcare, but deeply rooted in this country. They don't want to do anything for black folks here. The the thing about it is uh, I, we make, you know, um, there's a economist and this is going to come over wrong to some of my black brothers and sisters. But this economist said the white white is a new black. And uh, and when he said that, it raised a hell of a lot of hell. Right. Because how dare you put these poor, you know, poor white people in this going through the same pains that black folk has gone through. I mean, there are some issues that uh, with, with, with the statement. But I tell you what. I treat racism as a disease because it is. I treat it as an illness, right? <laughs> and in treating it as an illness, um, you know, uh, Ben, sometimes sometimes chemotherapy works and sometimes chemotherapy doesn't work. Right, uh, right now, the, 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 the capitalism has hit so far the fan. If you talk to guys like Richard uh, Wolf, Wolf and these guys, yeah. you see that it is so dysfunctional now that, uh, look, uh, you can be the biggest racist on the planet, but if you're starving and things continue to get worse, <laughs> you're in the foxhole with a brother. Guess what happens? You know, I mean, so <laughs> I am uh, like I tell people I'm not looking. I'm not trying like I live in a very red area. I'm not trying to get people or, or, and, and where there are quite a few racists as well. I'm not trying to get you to love me. I'm just trying to get you to vote for your interests in, mm. uh, but see that in voting for your interests, somehow you're not, you ain't doing me a favor. You're doing mm. you a favor. So, I mean, we have to try different techniques, right? And I, all of us don't have the answers. I don't have all the answers, but I've been trying all kinds of techniques and seeing what, what actually works with some, you, you see my show, I get a whole lot of conservatives that come on and yeah. fight yeah. to the T, but every now and then you have, you have that breakthrough and, if you break through to one, that one is going to break through to a few others. And we don't need them all. That's the yeah, thing. They're doing the Lord's work. Yeah. I don't know about that. But. <laughs> hey, no, no, you're, you're doing good work. It's the Lord's work. Okay. It's, good, it's work, the yeah. Lord's work. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's something that's helping us here. Whatever. The universe, whoever. It's good work. Okay. It's good work. Hey, I like that. Whoever, right. whoever, whoever. I like that accent, man. Whoever. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Get you two together. It's it's it's, it's an accident frenzy around here. It's an accident frenzy. Because <laughs> they look at us and they don't expect. And then as yeah. opens his mouth and they're like, what? What the hell is that? You know, I get it. I'm right here with you. I get it. So, but it was definitely good having you on this morning. You know, well, you know, we would have loved to keep you forever and ever. So you're definitely coming back because you're our best friend to the show. You're like our cousin to the show. You know, you know I love, you know, I love your show because I think you guys are young, you're active, you're doing stuff. That is all the things that we need because oh, that's what's going to change the country, my friends. That is what's going to do it. You guys going to do it. Thank you. And then having you Thank guys you, as well, because I don't know, you know, I don't want to call you not young because to me, <laughs> you're still young and fresh. Okay? Yeah, we're young, man. We're young. <laughs> yeah, we're young. So even the people, anybody who's doing the work in this space, you guys are assisting us, paving the road for us to do what we need to do. And you're definitely getting in there and getting in those others face the opposition space head on. So that's the best part of it. So continue to do what you do and we will see you again, my friend. Thank you so kindly. Y'all have a wonderful day. And it Take was an care. honor being with you. Thank Pleasure you. Pleasure was too. ours.
we spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.